0: This is Reset. I'm Susie On. We just heard from the director and executive producer of the new docu-series First-Hand Segregation, which will be airing tonight on wttw.com/firsthand. This docu-series highlights Chicago's extensive history of segregation and how the systemic problem affects the lives of Chicagoans today. Here to tell us about his experience is Jose Rico, executive director of the community organization Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation, Chicago. He'll be giving an expert talk through the Firsthand Initiative. Hi, Jose.
1: Hey, Susie. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Also with us is Nan Parson. She's a resident of Park Ridge and is featured in the docu series. Hi, Nan. Welcome to Reset. And hey. <laughs> hello, uh, Jose. We'll start with you. Um, How did you get involved with firsthand segregation?
1: Well, you know, it was part of an effort uh, of us doing racial healing circles throughout the city. And somebody heard, one of the producers heard about the racial healing work that we've been doing. You know, we've been doing this for about four years. Um, and during the pandemic, it's when actually our work has really increased significantly, where we've been doing racial healing circles, about 800 of them, with uh, close to 20,000 people in Chicago. So they reached out. To us and said, "Hey, would you would love to learn more about what you're doing and how uh, your racial healing work is able to address some of the issues of segregation in Chicago?"
0: And um, coming to you, Nan, you live in Park Ridge, which is predominantly white. Uh, You you didn't grow up there, but um, you 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 moved there. Uh, What what made you choose to live there, and, and what kind of opened your eyes to segregation in the area?
2: Um. Well, we chose to move here because my husband bought a business in town, and I um, made a visit before we moved here and thought, gee, I would feel comfortable here. Later on, kind of realized the reason I would feel comfortable here is everybody was white, like me, and that was what I was used to. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, um, and you, um, you're a, through your adopted son, it was then you started to notice the differences? <laughs>
2: um, I guess it was partly through adoption, adopting Mark, but uh, I've been raised, getting a, a more awareness as time went on about the um, racial problems in mm. the Chicago and the Chicago area, and especially in the suburbs, um, through groups that I belong to, reading that I did, um, and talking to people about the problems
0: in our area. Jose, what has your experience been like so far with regards to segregation in Chicago as a whole?
1: Well, you know, as, as a Chicagoan, it's, it's something you grew up with, right? Uh, I grew up in uh, Pilsen and, and Little Village's home, and, um, and being in a community of, you know, uh, a Mexican community that really uh, was was and still is a great place where I could raise my kids and where I felt really like I belonged and taken care of, and everything that was uh, that my parents valued in terms of tradition and culture were there. But then when I w- stepped out of uh, going to Little Village, whether it was going downtown to see the movies or when I attended Whitney Young High School. And so when I would travel to Whitney Young, I saw the huge disparities mm-hmm. by just traveling a-, a couple of miles where I saw the communities had beautiful parks, mm-hmm. had places where families could go with their children, their streets were clean, garbage was was picked up. And then I will come back uh, to my neighborhood where that was not the case and where I saw people really struggling to make ends meet, where people were constantly kicked out of their apartments, and where we were harassed by police or immigration because Mm -hmm. of who we were. So it was something that I grew up with, and it wasn't until I became older and became a high school teacher and a high school principal where I realized that this segregation is just baked in. The inequity is designed this way, and there are people and institutions that really benefit from it. And a lot of us uh, really suffer from it.
0: And, and Jose, you're going to give um, an expert talk on truth telling about violence and healing. Uh, tell us more about that.
1: Well, you know, a lot of times when we, when we hear about violence, we do, you know, a lot of our communities are ravaged uh, by the insecurity of Street violence that we see every day, but we also need to understand that, you know, two-thirds of our city, mostly black, brown, and indigenous people, see the violence of not being able to provide basic needs in their home, even though they have a job, or, you know, cannot own a house, or are in, you know, one paycheck away from being homeless because of the housing insecurity those things are violence also. Those are Mm -hmm. things that, you know, many people in my community, I had my son who uh, was, uh, was victimized by some crossfire and some gunshots in my neighborhood a couple years ago, and I could not get him to see a mental health a mm. practitioner for over two years so that's the violence that inequity really wages on uh, black and brown people here in chicago and so what i'm really part of my talk is that unless white chicagoans and people that ha- benefit from inequity unless they see that their humanity is also endangered because of this uh inequity then things are not going to change and that i'm really this is really a call out to white chicagoans and those you that have seen their livelihoods or their incomes increase over the last two years is that the time is now to do something, uh, but we also, they need to do it with us. And so this is an invitation to them to be part of the solution. Mm
0: -hmm. And Nan, you're part of a group called Action Ridge. It's a social justice group you helped launch. Um, Tell us about the work that you do.
2: Um, Sure. Um, Well, I'm really hopeful that this group of white people can Step up. We are doing our best to step up to change the situation that Rico just described Mm -hmm. so well. um, Action Ridge is a social justice group, as you mentioned. We were started five years ago. I and a colleague began the group to try to um, make a difference. We saw that the inequities that exist are so uh, extreme and so wrong. Um, so we, Action Ridge meets once a month, we hear speakers, we uh, view videotapes, films, and so on to educate ourselves, and then we talk about ways that we can make a difference. Once a week we send out a, a call to action to our over 400 participants now, uh, and we have six um, groups of uh, committees that focus on different areas of uh, that, are, that affect injustice and inequality. And um, we also have a discussion group where we read a book and then talk about what we've learned and what we, how we might use what we've learned to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So we hope that, you know, we're making a little bit of head row, headway, um, and it's wonderful to collaborate with other groups and other people who also are working to make a difference in the Chicago area.
0: Yeah, and, and Nan, in the um, docu series, you you mentioned that uh, the membership of Action Ridge is predominantly white. Um, how does this affect your fight for equity and justice?
2: Well, I I say in the series that um, most of what we're doing we are experiencing as a theory, really, because mm-hmm. um, we haven't experienced the kinds of terrible racism and injustice that um that people of color have but as uh, rico pointed out we are affected by what happens too um and we we need to all stick together work together to make change and um, not to think that um, something is going to happen to make things better if we just sit by idly and don't do anything um so i guess we do the best we can with what we are learning and what we know and keep Uh, On trying to learn more.
0: Mm -hmm. And what hindrances has Action Ridge faced more recently in the fight against systemic racism?
2: Well, we've been working very hard. One of our focuses is on um, increasing affordable housing Mm -hmm. in Park Ridge, and we collaborate with other communities that are doing the same. Um, We are in the process of um, working on a comprehensive plan for the city, and we very much want uh, affordable housing to be part of that plan and that there be a housing plan for this city. We know that that is not going to, you know, that's gonna be a drop in a, a very big bucket of uh, racial inequity, but it's something that we can do. And I think that by stating that this is a goal and working toward it, we put ourselves in a position to collaborate and um, understand mm-hmm. that
0: everybody needs to make an effort no matter where they live. This is Reset. I'm Susie Ahn. If you're just tuning in, we're discussing segregation in Chicago with two of the people featured in WTTW's docuseries, Hand Segregation, Park Ridge resident Nan Parsons and Jose Rico of the community organization Truth, Racial Healing and Transformation Chicago. Uh, Jose, what are some barriers that prevent healthy approaches to conversations about violence and healing?
1: Well, you know, I think some of the barriers is that uh, very basically people believe some of the narratives about, uh, you know, victims, quote unquote, victims Mm -hmm. of violence and that uh, nothing can be done, that racism is here to stay. Uh, All of those things that we know are not true. I mean, the truth, racial hidden and transformation framework is really modeled after the truth and reconciliation framework that other countries have used to really tackle uh, racism head on. And that is, we already know we know that race and racism is a, is a construct made by people, and we also know how to undo that construct. Um, and so those are some of the attitudes that I think are barriers, but the only way that we could actually address them is doing what non and Action Ridge and other people are doing is by really understanding and committed to healing that is really a commitment to see the humanity in people. And I think one of the barriers that we have is that, uh, you know, right now during this period in time, we do not have those experiences and those connections with people that we think are like others. That we otherize or that we see Mm -hmm. as victims or as we see as the victims of racism, we need to understand that we are all part of this sacred human family. And the only way we're going to really address racism is oftentimes we need to look within ourselves and see how is it that we could undo some of these racist narratives that we all of us have. And really uh, commit to healing, not just from a a feeling and an emotional sense, but also healing means the repair of the harms of racism, what often means policy change, and also means allocation of resources, particularly to communities like Native American, African American, and Latino communities, that so much wealth has been taken from them uh, here in Chicago and across the country, and that commitment is part of the healing that we need to do.
0: Say, what is your hope that the audience takes away from the docu series and your expert talk tonight at the virtual event? Whether that's uh, some of what you mentioned, or, or even some tools that will be useful um, as as you know they see things happening in the city.
1: Yeah, you know, my hope is that people actually do make a personal commitment to uh, do some more learning uh, about how to undo racism. But more importantly, is to be able to be part of a community group or a citywide effort to really uh, discover and undo that uh, the bias that people have. And go to places like Action Ridge, come to our website, transformshy.com, go to other places where they can be part of this community because this healing and consciousness raising that we've seen over the last couple of years needs to continue and we need to make this a movement for racial healing and not just a moment that's gone past by us and we could return to life as normal
0: last question for you both. Uh, what still must be done here in Chicago? What's what's most pressing in fighting segregation? Um, and we'll start with you, Nan. Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um,
2: I think we just need more people. We just need greater numbers. Um, mm-hmm of people who realize that this is a huge problem in our country and has been historically forever since the the country was established. Um, And um, I think the strength of numbers is really important. I think what Jose just said about, you know, finding a way to join together no matter where you live to make a difference is really important. I mean, even if you can only uh, read a book or, Tune in to a um a podcast or whatever. Um mm-hmm. that we that that's the biggest issue. We need we need more mm-hmm. more more people of all races, colors, places mm-hmm. that they live to
0: join us. And for you, Jose?
1: I believe our city and our country needs to go through a truth, racial, healing, and transformation process where we could all really engage in the experiences that Nan and others have participated in where although we had 15 to 18,000 people participate in racial healing circles and really make uh, community commitments to each other of how they were going to stand up for racism, we need that number to be hundreds of thousands and millions mm-hmm. of people experiencing each other's humanity, Because that is the way in which we're going to be able to look at the policies and practices that harm us and have the energy and and the love that we all need to be able to make these changes. This is Mm -hmm. not a technical problem. This is a problem of our Mm hearts and our willingness to make
0: these changes. That's Jose Rico with the community organization Truth, Racial Healing, and Transformation. Also with us, Park Ridge resident Nan Parson. You can hear Nan's story in the new docuseries Firsthand Segregation, airing tonight on WTTW.com slash Firsthand. And you can hear Jose as he gives an expert talk on truth-telling about violence and healing. Thank you both. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.